Welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of the Edmo Show. How y'all are doing? I messed that one up, but that's okay. So, 100 days, Joe Biden. 100 days speech. Man, what a load of cat manure. That 100 day speech sucked. Now, this is not just because I am, I, I don't like Joe Biden as a politician or a person for that matter. However, I just saw a lot of things in his 100-day speech that was very false. And one thing I will say is, and I watched it twice, and... If you're just listening to it and you don't care about politics, you don't care about um, the nuts and bolts and and where things are going, you're just pretty much going off of of the ear hustle and all this other stuff, it sounded pretty good. I I would say if you don't know anything about politics, if you don't know anything about what the federal government is supposed to do, what the president is supposed to do, what the Congress is supposed to do, what the Senate is supposed to do, and all this other stuff, or about any, or you don't care about any of the economic issues, you only care about race, you know, white supremacy and all this other stuff, This will sound great to you. It will sound amazing. However, if you understand exactly what you're listening to and you understand what exactly what the government is supposed to do, what the president is supposed to do and all this other stuff, you will know that this is all a bunch of bullshit. And one thing that I will say that this was a definitely a very poor imitation of Donald Trump. I am just going to go say that. And here's why. Because Joe Biden tried to come out with the American Jobs Plan. He tried to come out with the Build Back Better Plan. He tried to come out with this infrastructure plan. He tried to come out with all this economic crisis plan. He tried to take ownership of the COVID uh, vaccination plan. It sounds a lot like Donald Trump. And he tried to take credit for a lot of things that Donald Trump did. He even tried to say that, oh, we created more jobs uh, than any president ever in the first 100 days. First of all, don't no president ever create jobs. They just don't. The government does not create jobs. They just don't. The economy, you the people create jobs. But, oh, who does Joe Biden also says he thinks that the government is the people and that, you know, and it's time that we, the people, and I mean the government, like, no, you are not. No, the no, no. The government is not the people. The government is supposed to be represented by the people, but the government is not the people. Like, oh, my God. And all this LGBT, all this women stuff. First of all, the moment when he turned around and, and said and talked about the Madam Speaker and Madam Vice President, he said that I am the first person ever. There's the first time ever in this hall, in this chamber that has ever been said, and everybody got up and applaud. First of all, if we have not learned anything from Barack Obama, your your gender and your race or ethnicity has little to fuck to do with the policies that the guy or the 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 powers and authorities and the responsibilities of the office. I'm sorry. Can we please stop 
with this whole narrative that we have to get a a black president, a female president, a gay president. How about we just get someone who is good and right for the job? How about that? Because if we do that, if we worry about who's actually good for the position, the best for the position, we're not going to care if you're black, white, Asian, female, gay, trans, whatever. We're not going to care about that because you know why? Because you're actually the best for the job. So, and then on top of that, like one thing that, that Joe Biden really spoke to that kind of like raised my bullshit meter was that he said the outside of like the Taliban, Al-Qaeda, ISIS and all this other stuff, the greatest terrorist organization in the world is white supremacy. But Joe... You've been in the government for 50 years. You've actually legislated a lot of things that impacted black folks negatively. So are you, aren't you a part of that white supremacy that you talked about? I mean, you were also friends with Robert Byrd and other members who, were, who wrote um, bills that weren't really favorable to blacks. You actually went against um, Clarence Thomas a like who was running who was a uh, supreme a black supreme court justice you actually ran against you actually dogged him out during the hearings so you have a track record of being anti-black than you do being pro-black and your vice president even said you were a racist but now we just see how much of a harlot and a liar she is because now she's like saying like Joe we did it <laughs> we did it I'm speaking Anyway, but yeah, this whole thing was just a load of bullshit. And then as if you guys haven't, haven't heard on when I talked about it on the, on the Bible show episode, Joe's only talking about, um, raising taxes on the, on the 1%. He's taking a Bernie Sanders line and he's talking about, he wants to raise it up to 39.9, 39.6%. One thing about rich people, they're not dumb. And then he also got on the fact that rich people allegedly use uh, retain their money illegally or they use tax loopholes and stuff like that. Now, here's one thing that I do want to say. If it's actually a law that was written by the government on what you can and cannot do, what you can and cannot write off in regards to taxes, is it really a loophole? Is it? That's like saying, okay, I can, if my car is rated for 87 gas, but then 89 actually helps my car work out better. And if I want to clean out my, my injection system, I want to put high octane. Is that, is that a loophole? No, that's just something that you can do. So why are we calling it a loophole? Listen to the language. Joe Biden's over here sitting here talking about loopholes and taxes and all this other stuff. And he's saying it's not we're not going to raise taxes on everybody else. Everybody who is under four hundred thousand dollars a year. We're not going to raise taxes on you. But then you talk about uh, raising taxes on capital gains on people's investments. And who invests like who most middle most people in the middle class invest. If you have any sort of 401k, if you have any sort of IRA, all this other stuff, you're an investor. So now what you're talking about doing, you're talking about messing with people's investments for when people retire. But, you know, but like I said, if you don't know 
what you're talking about, you are, all this is going to sound good. Well, and I do have a question right here. I'm about to ask the Googles. Uh, So the government, so (laughs) funny, Business Insider, and this is the first thing that pops up, um, businessinsider.com. According to Title III of the U.S. Code, the president earns $400,000 salary and is still on the government payroll after leaving office. And the president is also granted $50,000 annual expense account, uh, $100,000 a non-taxable travel account, and $19,000 for entertainment. So let's do a little bit of math. But, you know, never mind. There's no point because they they already said non-taxable travel account. So it's fun. Ain't it funny how the how the president put at uh, that he doesn't want to tax anybody over four hundred thousand dollars a year? I mean that that's 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 very interesting. You know that like that's like that's really interesting. And the funny thing is, I'm pretty sure a lot of these congressmen and senators and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure they use a lot of tax loopholes themselves. Because it's the the powers that be never subject never subject themselves to the laws that they put on the commoner. You know, there's always, you know, rules for thee, but not for me. You know, so it's funny how Biden's not going to he's not going to raise taxes above him. But how many people are really making four hundred thousand dollars a year? I mean, if if I was of the communist persuasion, I will say, well, why don't we lower that? Why why does it have to be 400,000? Because there's a lot of people who run some very lucrative companies who only take home $400,000 a year. You know, like it's it's oh, oh my goodness. And then of course he talked about the George Floyd thing and yada 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 and y'all already know how about how I feel about that. But um so uh yeah, Joe Biden and here's a here's an opinion editorial from New York Post, which is very interesting. Biden's jobs plan is a horrific con job. It is not a plan that tinkers around the edges. President Joe Biden said Wednesday in Pittsburgh on his two trillion dollar American jobs plan. No freaking kidding. It's half of his master plan to utterly remake the nation in name of recovery from the pandemic. America is reopening thanks to vaccines developed in, in record time, and the economy is still all set to return to the pre-COVID boom. Rather than get the government out of the way as everyone gets back to work, Biden aims to spend unprecedented stacks of cash to grow the government and let, uh, de- and let Democrat interest groups gr- uh, gorge. Step two, his... Uh, his America's Families plan drops in a few weeks with another $2 trillion in spending. This comes at the top of a $1.9 trillion so-called COVID relief package and the $4 trillion Congress okayed last year, a quarter of it still unspent. This is the moment to reimagine and rebuild a new economy, the White House says. Why other than the fact that Democrats think that they can get away with it? A nonpartisan congressional budget office said in February before Biden uh, before Biden's first big bill passed, the economy will reach its previous peak by mid year. No new federal cash baths needed. 
But then Biden's proposal isn't about letting Americans get back to building their own lives. It's not even actually the American jobs plan. It's a con job to sell America on central planning. As for the infrastructure that is that supposedly at the plan's center, even the White House doesn't pretend that more than a third of the money will go to roads, bridges, and so on. And it could be a be as little as 5%. The biggest single part of this is actually $400 billion uh, for more than higher paid home care workers. Why? Well, well, Biden says such workers, mostly women of color, have been unseen, underpaid, and undervalued. In fact, the White House boasts that this plan uniquely prioritizes addressing longstanding and precedent racial injustice. Oh, my God, I fucking hate this whole racial injustice thing. And now because of my little tizzy, I lost my lost where I was at. All right. What's that? Uh, what? That's what the last election was about. By the way, what does it even mean to target 40 percent of of the benefit of climate and clean clean infrastructure investment to disadvantaged communities. Apparently per the white house, it involves making the imagined new jobs created in clean energy manufacturing and infrastructure somehow accessible to women and people of, of color quotas. Again, quotas, anyone? Uh, yeah. They raised that question at the end. Wow. Someone is calling me and I'll have to call them back. So, um, Biden also aims to revive dying private sector unions with items like $10 billion, $10 billion for a civilian climate corp uh, with, any, uh, with good-paying union jobs, with workers advancing environmental justice, whatever that means. This may be the dream of a certain House member from the Bronx, but it failed before. A National Bureau of Economics research found that only 15 positions were created for every one million spent on green jobs in in the Obama twenty in the Obama two thousand nine stimulus. Biden wants one hundred and seventy four billion in bribe subsidies to get Americans to buy electric vehicles. The amount of one hundred seventy four billion in corporate welfare. Elon Musk says thanks. Biden pretends only those at the top were doing well with pre pandemics. But anyone else was falling behind. No, employment rates for blacks, Latinos, and other minorities were at record lows with, the, with major pay gains. And the tax hikes, he says, mostly pay for his plan will override the Trump policy that, pro, that produced the working class boom. The nation will pay a huge price if Biden somehow gets away with this turkey. Yup. Oh my God. See, again, like if you guys understand exactly what you're listening to, if you guys hear what Obama with Biden is actually talking about, none of his plans are really going to help anybody. And trying to coax it in racial injustice, minorities, black females, and all this other stuff, he like you're not really you're not helping anybody. You know, and and one thing that I really hate is this affirmative action type bullshit. You know, because what you're going to get is you're going to get very low skilled, low working people. Like I heard was it Delta Airlines there. I think was it Delta. It was. Yeah, it was one of these airlines that were talking about only hiring 
black female pilots. First of all, you that's like finding a needle in a haystack. Now, I'm not saying that there aren't any black female pilots out there. However, I'm pretty sure they're not just falling out of the sky. Like, this shit is crazy. But Joe Biden was also talking about um, increasing child's tax credits. And he was saying, like, a, a family could receive with a child for both parents to get a child tax credit. They can receive upwards of $7,000. Well, Mr. President, where is this money going to come from? How are you going to be able to get this money? And on top of that, we still have we have a very, very large, like, national debt problem. Thanks to not only Trump, but the, the previous uh, presidents. Now, Trump did a very good job with getting the middle class working again and seeing a national, a, what is it, a national gain of $5,000 of, of take-home income. Now, if you really cared about the economy, if you really cared about the American people and the American worker, you would lower taxes to ridiculous lows. You would make a flat tax. And I know some people will sit here and say, well, flat taxes don't work, yada, yada, yada. Well, let's just say if hypo and this is why the government does not like flat taxes. They like having these different brackets of taxes because then they can fudge with the monies and they can come up with new programs. Oh, we're not getting enough money. Now, if you have a flat tax, let's just say a flat tax of 5%, that would mean Everybody from the poorest of the poor to the richest of the rich will have to pay 5% of whatever their income tax, is, whatever their tax is. So let's just say if you make, um, let's just say minimum wage. Let's ask the Googles because I'm not going to sit here and, and pop out Excel and do all this other high class, highfalutin accounting shit. Uh, min- average minimum wage salary. So the average, uh, and, okay, they're giving it to me all in. Okay, so the annual earnings of a full-time minimum wage worker is five thousand. I mean, fifteen thousand eighty dollars. Okay, so let's see what is five percent. Is oh crap. Five percent of fifteen thousand eight hundred eighty. So the 5% of 15880 is $754. That's what the minimum wage person would have to pay. So let's just say what is, and we're just going to use the 400 mark, what is 5% of 400000 I don't know why I'm typing slow. That is $20,000. So you see right there, you see that example? If we took the lowest minimum wage worker making, um, making five, making $15,000 minimum wage, they're only paying $754. However, if we took the highest or if we even took it up to the, the president's level, 
he would be paying $20,000. Now, I don't even make $400,000, but last year I had to pay over $20,000 in taxes. So what that does is, and let's see, uh, like that, like now what that would do is if you know that you have so many people in, 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 in this tax bracket making, let's just say if we have, let's say we have 1 billion. Uh, let's no, no, you know what? I'm just going to say how many people, many people make minimum wage. Boom. So they said about 80, 80.4 million. So, okay. So let's go 80. Plus $745. All right. So if we have 80 million people, 80 million, 400,000 people that make minimum wage. And if we found out that minimum wage for like the like base minimum is $754. That is, you're just adding. Uh, let me see. I did that wrong. And so, that, wow, that is an astronomical number. <laughs> so that would be, that would be like $6 trillion if you multiplied that. Yeah, that's about $6 trillion right there. Boom. If everybody paid a flat tax, like that's stupid. If 80 million people, that's $6 trillion. Boom. Right there. Proved it. That's about, yeah, about, oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Like that is, that is fucking ridiculous. If, if, if that, mm. see what I'm saying? So now what that would do is that would hold the government accountable to what was actually being spent. Like that. Like, and and this is why I'm all for a flat tax. I'm all for that. If you just had one percentage. And like, uh, oh my goodness. Uh, Like. Uh, uh, this is why I hate the, I hate, I hate our, I hate the way our tax system is set up. Like, I really, I really wish that the government would go to a flat tax, but if they did, that means the government would be responsible for the money that they actually spent. And Joe Biden wouldn't be sitting here and not only Joe Biden, cause Trump did it too. They wouldn't be so aggressive with trying to pass these high dollar plans that they're not really even going to use all the way. And then now we have all this illicit money unaccounted for that's being that is popping up in these nefarious people's pockets. You know, if if everybody, you know, if everybody paid the federal government a five percent flat tax like the like, oh, my goodness. However, but now and and but now all what we have is we have the rich paying virtually all the all the taxes and we have the people in the middle like me getting screwed on taxes and then you have people at the bottom who aren't even paying taxes. So, let's just say what is okay, so since we said the minimum wage 
is 754. I mean, the minimum uh, at 5%. So let's just say if we divided that. So 754 divided by 365 days. That's about almost $2 a day. It's like two, three dollars a day. So you're really only paying like that's a bag of chips a day. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> like, come on. Come on. Like, seriously, why can't we go to a flat tax? Why? Why cannot why can't we go to a flat tax, people? And take care of this stuff. So that way we're not we're having people who are actually enjoying their money. People would, there would not be such a ridiculous, like, tax burden on everybody, especially someone like me. Let's see, how much would I pay? Because I make roughly about $100,000 a year. So, uh, Let's see if I said, man, shit, we really need to go to a flat tax because if we went to a flat tax of 5%, I would only pay like $5,000 a year. I I would do that. I would do that. I, man, you would never hear Enmo complaining about paying taxes because like I could just pay that all in one check or a one month's check. Like that's really it. A, a, a month and a half. Well, a half of a month's check that, that, that I can pay my taxes for the year. And on top of that, like we're also we're getting taxed out the gills for like for stuff that we buy and all this other stuff. So, I mean, come on, man, like Joe Biden think he's slick with trying to do all these other things and talking about he's going to raise taxes. And and you're printing money, you're printing money at a ridiculous rate. You know, like where did like there were sources already saying that the stimulus checks were all printed money that that didn't come out of out of the tax revenue. And. I said on Facebook, I said, instead of, and because I'm still working, instead of taxing me, because one thing, how can we sit here and if we're supposed, excuse me, if we're supposed to be sitting here and we're supposed to be, a lot of people can't work. So now the people who are working, we're paying taxes. We're still paying taxes. And the people who aren't working are benefit from our taxes. So why not instead of, and, and then on top of that, you're giving people like at the bottom, ridiculous amounts of money, but then the people in the middle who are creating all the tax revenue, you're giving them nothing and just saying, oh, thanks you. Like I got a $500 like COVID check. Like, come the fuck on. Like, thank you. But damn, like if anything, I would have been great with just you like not taking my money for like a year, but you're not going to do that. You're not going to sit here. Joe Biden is not going to. Let's just say if we by the end of the summer, if if COVID just went away and we went back to normalcy, Joe Biden for the following year would not sit here and say all you people who worked during the pandemic, all you. And then he likes to, to tout the whole hero narrative. All you heroes out there that kept the economy going. He would never give us a, a tax absent year. He would never, 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 never. So people like me who worked ridiculous hours because of COVID, I would not, like, he would not absolve me of taxes for a year. And I paid $20,000 in taxes. Like, that's fucking ridiculous. 
And now some people say, oh, well, well, I mean, that sounds like a you problem. Uh, yeah, that is a me problem. And then that's many people like me because people like me who are still working and we're sitting here paying and we still got houses. We still got things we need to deal with. We like I still got home repairs. I got still got cars and stuff I got to take care of. You know, I still got to be able to get point A to point B doctor's visits and all types of other stuff. I still got to pay for all that stuff. So not only are you taking a large chunk of money like a quarter of my money out of my check, but I still have a life to maintain and manage. And we got people who don't pay taxes who are getting money from, from taxes. Like to me, that's not fair. That is not fair at all. But you want to sit here and talk about, Oh, racial inequalities and all types of other stuff and white supremacy and yada, yada, yada. Well, as a black man, who's a middle class and of the top, whatever, what did it say? I was of the top 4% for my age bracket and, and, being black, dude, you are taking a lot out of my pocket. Like, Jesus. Mm. And then he wants to talk about um and, and I was watching this uh this one video, this guy who was breaking down the the George Floyd uh I mean, well, the Derek Chauvin verdict. Um, he was breaking that down and he says, and and I, I kinda I'm gonna entertain this this thought right here. He believes that this is a push for a national federal police program. Because if we defund the police, the local police, that means get the local police, like since the, the government is trying to say, oh, we have, we have a white supremacy problem in our local policing and we federalize it. So now what you have is you have a federal armed force that is at your door that is like trying, that is policing you. That is not a good thing. So let's just say Joe Biden wants to enact his uh, his firearms plan when he wants to get rid of all semi-automatic weapons and high-capacity magazines and all this other stuff. So now, because there is no f- local law enforcement to violate your rights, now you have a federal law enforcement that will come in and, v- and violate your rights. And who are you going to turn to? The Supreme Court, because it's not like you can go to the state level court. You can't. Like, get the hell out of here. Jesus, 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 Jesus. But yeah, like I said, like this, this whole thing is just ridiculous. Like, and then he made a comment about, um, about uh, a plan that he has for women's, women's wages or something like that. And all the women in the in the chamber got up and they started clapping. First of all, first of all, if women were getting paid less than men on be all because of their gender, there would be more women working than men. Because like if any good business person who is who is savvy with money, that sounds like a very sound bet. Because why would I pay you? And then that that argument defeats itself. Because now, if women are getting paid less than men, I would hire more women. Therefore, women will be will be flooding the workforce, and women will, by and large, be getting paid more than men. So that argument does not weigh out. What they don't take into account is the job choices of these women. They don't take that into account. Women don't. By and large, don't get don't go into the same career fields that warrant higher wages like men do. They don't. Women like feel good jobs, teaching, nursing, stuff like that. And there are some nurses 
who make a considerable amount of money. But women, by and large, don't go into the same fields as men. They don't flood them in the same numbers as men. They just don't. And that's not a that's not because of sexism. That's because of personal choice. Women just don't, women make different choices. Some jobs interest women like more than men. There's not a lot of men in teaching, but there's more women in teaching. But then they try to say, well, on a national average, women make 1.5 to every, like women make 75 cents to every dollar of a man. Like, no. But then you also got to take into account the women who aren't working. The women who aren't in the workforce. The women who, especially in the military, who survive off of their husband's income. So that also plays a part too. But, I mean, again, if you're listening to Joe Biden's, like, oh, my God, like his his 100 days, like, come on. Then he wants to sit here and, like, he didn't give any credit to Trump at all. He did not give. <laughs> he did not give any, like, because Trump came out with Operation Warp Speed, which was able to get vaccines started like Trump started working on the vaccines right before he got out of office and we had vaccines before Biden even got in the office so what is Biden talking about but again if you don't know what you're listening to you won't know what's being told to you so here's another from the Tuscan.com they did some fact checks on a couple of the statements so right here it says uh it says, Biden, when I was vice president, the, pre- uh, the president asked me to focus on providing help needed to address the root cause of migration and in help keep the people in our own countries and keep people in their own countries instead of being forced to leave. The plan was working, but the last administration decided it was not worth it. I'm restoring that program. Uh, I asked Vice President Harris to lead our diplomatic effort to take care of this. They said that the fact of that of his statement was wrong. He said Biden led President Barack Obama's efforts to address a spike in migration from Central America. But poverty and violence has been an epidemic for decades. Hundreds of millions of dollars of U.S. aid has gone to Central America annually, even during the Donald Trump presidency. But migration from Mexico and Central America has continued unabated with a periodic spike. In March, the number of unaccompanied children encountered the U.S. border authorities reached nearly 19,000, the highest number on record in the third major surge of families and children from Central America since 2014 under both Democratic and Republican administrations. Biden has proposed a $861 million in Central America aid next year as the first installment on a $4 billion plan compared with the annual outlay between $506 million and $750 million over the previous six years. Mm. See? See? And then, of course, they immediately shift their focus to Tim Scott. Like, they only got on Biden's, like, two points. And then they said here, um, Biden, uh... Biden arguing with Congress should authorize Medicare to negotiate prescription drug prices. And by the way, that won't just help people on Medicare. It will lower prescription drug costs for everyone. The fact that there may be a bit of wishful thinking in there. 
Under the House Speaker Nancy Pelosi bill, the private insurers that cover working age Americans and their families would indeed be able to get the same discounts as Medicare. But both, uh, but while Pelosi should be able to drive her legislation through the House, the situation in the Senate is different. Just a few Democrat senators have qualms about her expansive approach. Biden may have to settle before for less. So there are no guarantees that a final bill will lower prescription drug costs for everyone. You see, and here's another thing that I hate that the government does. You're going to sit here and argue about prescription drugs and all this other stuff, but you don't allow the markets to help. You're sitting here creating Medicare. You're sitting here creating all these government subsidies that fund these big pharmaceutical companies to keep their prices higher. If you got out of subsidizing companies, especially in the drug industry, drugs will be lower because they would have to depend on the market. The market will dictate the price, not government. Like, come on. What are these people smoking? Again, like this whole thing, like, and and here's the biggest thing that I did. Like, if you guys didn't know, virtually everybody in the Congress and Senate, they all got vaccinated. Virtually all of our, our politicians have been vaccinated. Why in the fuck are they sitting in the chamber with mask on and their social distancing? And then I was listening to uh, to Ted Cruz, um, Ted Cruz speak. Nancy Pelosi was fining senators and congressmen who were coming into the chamber without mask. But you're all vaccinated. So why are you pushing a vaccine? Politicians, why are you pushing the vaccine if you still got to wear the mask? If you don't trust the vaccine to where if you have the vaccine, you no longer need the mask and you're now inoculated and you can't catch COVID. But what they're telling why are you still wearing a mask? Like to me, that's stupid. I'm going to get a vaccine, but I'm still going to wear a mask to keep me or to keep me from spreading COVID, even though I got a vaccine that fights COVID. And like, again, like this shit, you cannot make this shit up. These people are not that damn smart. Like they think that they are and they want you to go along with whatever that they say. All I'm going to say is people like, please, 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 please pay attention to who you are electing. Understand who you're electing. And for those of you and I I know I said it uh, like I I said when when Joe Biden, when they were having the president, uh, the presidential debate, I mean, uh, elections, I said, if you vote for Joe Biden, I hope you get everything that comes with it. And we are getting that. And one thing Biden hasn't talked about was the enormous failures that they've been having. You know, like they've been having ridiculous levels of failure at the southern border. You got kids Coming in in droves. You got people coming in in droves. They created more holding facilities. And on top of that, they're not even vaccinating these people and they're throwing them in these chambers. And if that and if COVID is as deadly, you are initially condemning these people to death. Because if you're sending people in who have not been vaccinated, you cannot verify them. You're throwing them in these holding tanks with people, children, along with adults. And the, and the 
rapes have gone up, sexual assault has gone up. Like, like, come on now. And then, but back when Donald Trump was the president, they were saying they're putting kids in cages, even though the pictures were from by uh, Joe Biden and Obama's administration. So now we're getting a repeat of that. You know, he wants to raise the taxes, even though he says he wants to wants to raise taxes on the the people who make more than four hundred thousand dollars. Pretty much anybody who makes more money than him. He wants to tax them. He wants to tax capital gains. He wants to tax your investments. He wants to do all this and that. You know, like nothing that you're doing is helping the American people. And Joey B, like, come on and see. And this is why I went in on the Cardi B episode, because you don't understand who you're talking to. You don't understand his policies. You don't understand what he's running on. All you know is the media told you orange man bad and that white man good. And that's essentially what it is. And and to all these people who try to say, well, the government and all this other stuff. Remember, Joe Biden has been in the government for almost 50 years. Why didn't he fix any of this stuff then? Hell, he prided himself on the 1994 crime bill and did not apologize for it, which threw a lot of black men in prisons. But he's going to sit here and talk about racial inequality and white supremacy and American policing. Dude, you wrote the book on it. Just saying, just saying. Like, Lord, have mercy. Pray for these people. Like, oh, my God. 13 reasons. Oh, okay. Here goes another uh, article. I'm waiting for it to pop up. This is called the National Taxpayer Union. 13 reasons why Joe Biden's American jobs plan is a bad deal for taxpayers. President Joe Biden has rolled out a number of a number more than two trillion dollars American jobs plan that asked Congress to make significant new spending commitment to not only Washington, Washington's traditional idea of infrastructure, roadways, I mean, highways, roads and bridges, but also transit, housing, manufacturing Workforce development, caregivers, water, broadband, and more. Biden uh, proposes to to pay for his plan with more than two trillion in tax hikes over the next fifteen years, most on the corporate and business side of U.S. tax codes. American taxpayers should be significantly concerned about the proposal. As currently written, the tax hike outlines by President Biden will be framed as profitable and multinational corporations paying their fair share. And I hate when people say that. What is your fair share? Define fair. If it's going to be 50-50, like we got we to gotta understand what fair is. But ignores both the portion of corporate tax uh, borne by workers and consumers and the American global position in competing for jobs, high wages, economic growth, and multinational companies offer. The new spending, meanwhile, often comes with a few data-driven justifications for the amount proposed and would build 6.6 and will build on 6.6 trillion on federal government spending in fiscal year 2020 and trillions more already in fiscal year 2021. Below the National Taxpayer Union review Biden's plan why taxpayers should be concerned about the proposal, tax hikes, and spending, yada, yada, yada. So the first one is increasing corporate taxes, uh, t- corporate tax rates by a third. The second, doubling the taxes of multinational co- companies 
pay on global profits. The th- oh yeah, that was the second one. Third one, uh, repealing the tax incentives for multinational companies to locate to the U.S. Fourth one is to establish a minimum tax on the book income. Fifth one, auditing very large U.S. corporations. Uh, then uh, this one is sixth one is a hundred billion in the future proof broadband. Seventh is set one hundred and seventy four billion in electric vehicles. The eighth is uh, eighty billion for Amtrak. One hundred uh, nine is one hundred billion for schools. Ten is twenty eight billion for federal buildings. Eleven is one hundred and fifteen billion for roads and bridges. Uh, Twelve in conclusion to protection of rights and organization, the Pro Act. Thirteen, uh, the fifty billion for monitoring domestic industrial capacities. Uh, and other by American efforts. Now, if you guys want to read that, just, you know, just Google that. I'm not going to sit here and read that. I'm running out of time. But, oh, and also, Joe Biden talked about schools. And he quoted his wife, Joe. I mean, not Joe, Jill. Yeah, Jill. Jill's his wife. Um, Jill, he said that Jill was, worked as a, as, a community, uh, as a community college professor. And she says, well, if we just add more years to our children, they would be more prepared for the workforce. And so Joe Biden says he wants to add four more years on top of the 12 years we already got. So he wants to add two years before. So most kids go to kindergarten around five. So that means these kids are going to be three years old. To And then most kids graduate high school at 17, 18 so he wants to add two years on the back of that. So you'll be 20 years old by the time you are done with school. Nowhere did he say anything about the quality of the education. The quality of the education that these children are getting. Nowhere did he talk about that. Because what difference does it make if you add four more years on top of the 12 years that you already have? And you've done nothing to improve the quality of education that you already have. You just want four more years to indoctrinate children. And now, if you look at the way that people are talking, especially about millennials, people want to talk about millennials as if they're kids. I'm a millennial. I'm 30 years old. The oldest millennial is probably in their 40s and has grandkids. Millennials are not children. Like we are adults. We are the people. We are the backbone of the workforce. Now millennials are not kids anymore. Every single last millennial is in, is an adult. It should be a tax paying adult. So now he's talking about, he wants to add four years to, um, to education, to public school education, which means you'll be paying more in taxes. So they're not talking about anything about, Improving K through 12 education. They're not talking about teaching kids how to read and write earlier, even though like I, my, I've seen kids as young as two and three operate an iPad with flawless effort. And like just the use of technology, they're not teaching kids about computers They're not even teaching kids about home economics. They're not teaching kids about economics. All kids are getting is the same bullshit the the reading the writing the the basic level arithmetic the 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 history the 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 flawed history education that they get because now they're teaching them the sixteen nineteen program bullshit uh, foreign languages like they're teaching kids Spanish first of all 
I am thoroughly against forcing kids to learn a foreign language. Fuck that. Why? English is the is the most used na- language in economics. If you want to teach kids Spanish, f- fine. Send them to a Spanish immersion class. But I'm thoroughly against sending kids because it's not like a kid. Like, you only get two options. You get, you get French or you get Spanish. It's not like you get Greek. It's not like you get Arabic. It's not like you get Japanese. It's not like you get Chinese or Mandarin. You don't get any other language. It's just Spanish and French. Just saying. Um, it's not like they're teaching kids coding in, in high schools anymore. Or, or unless you take them to a private school or some sort of magnet preparatory school. Kids aren't, you know, kids don't have uh, shop classes anymore. Kids can't cook anymore. Like, they don't have home economics classes. Kids don't have anything that prepares them for regular life now. So why do you want to add four more years on something that does not already prepare them for the real world? I remember hearing my parents and my grandparents and every, I remember hearing about how my grandparents, grandparents would have an eighth, would have an eighth grade education and they would be fine. I remember hearing how my mom's generation, my parents' generation, they would come out of high school and sometimes they would get jobs in high school. My mom got a job with the federal government at 16 in high school because they had work programs. They don't really even offer that anymore. So why do you want to add more years to education when kids aren't getting anything out of it? I remember coming out of high school and I could not get a job. They told me, what skills do you have? And I'm like, I'm 17. I'm fresh out of high school. What are you talking about? They're like, sorry, you're not good enough to work here. Oh, but Rosa, who don't even speak English, can work here? I know that sounds racist, but no, not no. That's not even racist because we have people coming in from the southern border who don't speak English who can get a job. But kids coming out of high school can't get a job. So, and now they want to hike up minimum wage to $15, which Joe Biden talks about, which is ultimately going to hurt people. Because where is this money going to come from? It's either going to come from the price of goods that gets raised to cover this cost, which makes a product more expensive. And then people are going to have to spend more money. I remember as a kid when a snack pack of chips was 25 cents and you go to the vending machine now, it's like, a, or you go to any convenience store, it's a dollar. I remember when a dollar bag of chips was a family size bag of chips. Like y'all don't see how these price hikes, like these, these minimum wage hikes are crazy. Like come on so now so what do we have we have illegal immigrants coming into the border and now you can't even call them illegal we have uh we have the president who wants to add four more years to our our education system and our education system has done a very poor job preparing our children for the real world and not only that kids fresh out of high school cannot get jobs but people from the southern border who do not speak the language can get a job That is fucking ridiculous. So how are you helping the American people if you're not preparing the American children to prepare to become 
tax-paying citizens. If anything, stop worrying about adding more free college because guess what? If everybody has an associate's degree, the associate's degree means just as much as a middle school education. It doesn't matter anymore. And trust me, I went to a community college and it sucked. It, I, I did not learn anything special. I did not get any sort of special skills. It was like continuance of high school. All I had was an English class and a math class, and I had to take a bullshit science class. What the fuck? I did that in my junior year of high school. Why do I have to do it again at 20 years old or 19? I was 19. No, I was 18 when I went to community college. Why do I have to, why do I have to continue what I just did in high school? It's not like it's at a more advanced level. I'm learning the same thing. It's no different. I'm not learning anything about economics. And I trust me, I took an economics class. Luckily, my economics professor actually worked as an economist for the federal government. And he kind of like showed us some things. Like I'm not learning anything in college. And I have a bachelor's and I'm working on a master's right now. College is a severe waste of time. It is. It's just a rat race. You learn more by doing than you do by sitting in class. Now, if you're going to be a doctor or a lawyer or a dentist or anything of that sort of fashion, then yes, go to college. Yes, get that college degree. Those are the people who should be going to college. But if you want to study gender studies, if you want to study African-American studies, if you want to study art, if you want to study music, don't go to college. Don't waste your fucking time. Don't waste your money. Don't waste my money. Just open up a fucking book. Go to Barnes and Noble, open up a book, and then you can get all the gender studies and African-American studies and music studies and art studies that you want. Make it happen, Captain. But but now that they want to add community college to our tax bill, our taxes are going to go up. So like I said earlier, so now my $20,000 that I pay in taxes is now it's going to go up because now I, we the federal government wants to pay for more things. But what do I know? I'm just a regular peon. So anyway, let's hear from one of our, uh, our representatives. I am once again asking for your financial support. Thank you, Bernie. We are asking for you guys' financial support. So what does that mean? We have PayPal. So if you guys feel it in your heart to donate to us, the Edmo Show, and help us give you guys a better show. You guys can go over to PayPal. The, script, the link will be in the description box. And we also have Teespring and other things that you guys want to help us out. Now, if you are down to your bottom crusty lonely dollar, please keep it. But do us a favor. Smash that like button. Please give us five stars and a comment. It could be nice or mean, whatever. But that helps us just as much as money does. So that's all I got for you guys. And I will see you guys later. Peace out.